Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. So let's talk about the parenting plan and how you can make changes to it. Let's say you've entered into a parenting plan uh, some time ago. Could be five years ago, could be five months ago, and it's no longer working. Well, it, it could be a myriad of issues why it's not working, but let's talk about how do you affect changes to the parenting plan. Okay, I'm gonna talk from easiest to hardest. The easiest way, obviously, if you're working well with your former spouse or partner and you can communicate well enough and reach agreement, then you can either, one, agree verbally and just follow through with that. Not what lawyers would want you to do, but if you're working well enough and that you can do it verbally, then do that. Work with each other. I always say that if you're working well enough with your former spouse or partner, uh, that the parenting plan can be put in the drawer and you guys can just co-parent as you agree and move forward in life. Unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. And so there's disagreements and you have to pull out that parenting plan and say, look, these are my days or this is what we're supposed to do with extracurriculars or whatever it is so you can enforce it. But if you have a disagreement, the next step would be to go to some type of mediation or what we call ADR, which is alternative uh, dispute resolution. So it can be a four-way settlement conference. You could bring in other professionals. If you had a collaborative case, you could reassemble the collaborative team, or you could reach out to the mental health neutral that helped you put the parenting plan together and help you fix whatever needs to be fixed. Um, or if you and your spouse or former partner can agree, put it in writing, then I always recommend as an attorney that that written agreement should be simply ratified by the court with a simple court order so it's enforceable in the future. Otherwise, you've got to get it ratified and there may be further changes and it may be difficult. So um, one, verbal agreement, two, get it in writing, and then just agree that it gets ratified by the court. Just send it to your attorney. Your attorney can send in a, a cover a draft proposed order ratifying it and you're done. Um, so next level, you're at mediation. You can be at mediation with or without your attorney. You can reach out to your attorney and say, here are the issues and your attorney can coach you on how to go to mediation on those limited issues to try to save you some <clears throat> some funds. I do that often. I call it ad hoc advice to clients. They might come in and sit with me for an hour. I give them advice. Okay, here are some things to think about at mediation. Here are the things you're gonna need to see. Um, documents, whatever it is, if there's a child support modification as opposed to a time-sharing modification. Um, the mediator cannot give you legal advice. Um, those are the rules regulating the mediator. Um, 
same thing with a mental health neutral uh, or a collaborative professional like that. They're not allowed to give you legal advice. So only your attorney can do that for you um, if you need that. So if all that fails, you can't get verbal agreement, you can't get a written agreement with your, your former spouse or partner, um, and you can't get agreement at mediation, and that's a pre-suit mediation, by the way, before you filed anything with the court. Um, the next step is, as it gets harder, right? We started with easy and it's getting harder. Um, that's when you have to meet with your attorney and figure out, do you have enough to file what's known as a supplemental petition for modification? If you do, then you can file it and you have to allege three things, basic three things. One, there's been a substantial change in circumstances since the date of the final judgment. Two, that those substantial changes were not foreseeable at the time you entered into the settlement agreement and the final judgment. And three, that the changes are permanent in nature. That's from a legal standard, not like a mathematical or a scientific permanency. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of examples. One is you want to modify the child support, either upward or downward, based on some substantial change that was not foreseeable and that is kind of permanent in nature. In other words, it's kind of not a temporary downsize in your job or um, a furlough that's gonna only last a month or two. So this is something, let's say, is gonna go on for at least six months or longer. So the statute's pretty easy on child support modification. If your income and or your former partner's income have changed such that the child support guideline calculations would show a change in the child support of at least $50 a month or 15% per month. So let's put some meat on that bone. Um, let's say your, your income stayed the same, but your former spouse's income has gone up substantially, doubled, gone up 50%, whatever. And you put in the guidelines before you were getting $1,000 a month child support. Now the guideline calculations show it's supposed to be $1,200 a month. Well, is that more than $50 or 15%, whichever is greater? Yeah, because 15% of 1,000 is 150 and it's gone up $200. So the court's going to give you um, an increase in the child support based on that. If your spouse is smart about it, they'll agree to it to avoid the litigation because you could also possibly get attorney's fees because if they're making more than you, they have a financial ability to pay it, you have a financial need to receive it. I've done prior videos on attorney's fees, which could help you in that uh, place. And I've done a full uh, uh, prior video on child support and how that's calculated. So if that helps you, watch that video. All right, let's give another example. A little bit more difficult would be, let's say uh, your the other parent is not abiding by the parenting plan. It could be not exercising the time sharing that they're supposed to. So let's say the child, uh, the parenting plan calculated the child support based on 
the other parent exercising 40% of overnights because that's one of the factors under uh, calculating what the child support will be. So they got more overnights, so they're paying less child support. And now they're only exercising 10, 15, 20% of overnights. Well then, obviously the child support would go up. So you're gonna modify the parenting plan to increase the child support, not because of a change of income necessarily, but because of a change in the number of overnights. And at the same time, you may as well go ahead and request the court modify the other side's time sharing number of overnights down to 20% rather than um, at 40%. So, oh boy, here we go. Come here, Lux. Come here. Okay. She finally made it into a video. She's always lurking around when I'm trying to shoot a video. Yep, there she is. You okay? Okay, so we're almost done. So you've done the child support guideline calculations based on the change, um, which is substantial, right? You, you didn't, you couldn't foresee that the other parent would stop exercising their time sharing. Um, an example of what would not be a substantial change is now your son or daughter is in fifth grade and when you got divorced, the parenting plan, they were in first grade or they were even preschool. Here we go, you go ahead now. It was foreseeable that they would graduate to the next grade. So the fact that the children are older now is not a substantial change in circumstance. So you need to talk to your attorney about whether your situation fits the model for either trying to do it the easy way or doing it the harder way. But the harder way, you need to make sure that you have the facts to substantiate the substantial change in circumstances for a modification. Okay, I hope this has been helpful. I believe your family matters and I wanna provide hope and help to your family to successfully navigate the family law process in a healthy way. I like to do things in the best possible way for you as the client in the healthiest way possible. So hit that like and subscribe button, that bell notification, and don't miss any future videos. I'm trying to keep these a bit shorter for you guys. So if you'd like to see anything in more depth, just ask a question or put a comment in the section below. All right, have a great week. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.